Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Brazilian Point of View. My name is Ana and today we're back with the another episode, another country series. Today we're going to talk about Malaysia with my really good friend Sandia. We met here in Edinburgh, she's from my class. She's also one of my closest friends here in Edinburgh. And we've been meaning to record this episode for about like two months already. But we have so many assignments all the time that it's like nearly impossible. But we finally recorded last week. And I'm so excited for this one. We talk about culture and food, safety, COVID, tips on traveling to Malaysia, what the country is known for, curiosities about the country, misconceptions, her favorite thing about living there, and the vanishing plane 2014. So this is a short but sweet episode. And I'm very excited for you to meet Sandia because she's so sweet. And I we just have a blast in class. Okay, it's just never boring with her. But... Yeah, before we get to that, please make sure to follow, subscribe, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and follow the podcast on Instagram at the Brazilian POV Podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get to the episode. So, thanks for coming to the podcast. <laughs> thanks for having me. This is funny. This is the second time I'm recording like live with someone and not like through Zoom, but this is fun. This is great. This is my first experience, so thank you for breaking my podcast friendship. <laughs> <laughs> so i gave you a shout out an episode i don't know i know how many weeks ago but do you want to introduce yourself so this is me sandia <laughs> i'm malaysian and i'm here to do my master's and i'm having fun fun times I am. fun times hashtag <laughs> love, love, times. love. <laughs> so yeah so first of all how would you say life is in malaysia in real life versus what people think it's like I honestly don't know what people think of Malaysia because I feel like a lot of people here at least, whether it's like part of the international society or like in class or just generally wherever wherever I've been so far here, a lot of people don't know much about Malaysia. They're like, we've been to Thailand, we've been to Singapore, we've been to Indonesia, we've been to India. And I'm like, Malaysia's right there. Yeah. Like, what happened, you guys? Why did you <laughs> skip Malaysia? So I don't know what people... but. The common thing that I get is like, oh, Malaysia, right. It's a place where the airplane went missing. And I'm like, yeah. No, I'm so sorry because this is literally the reference I've always had. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's so much more to Malaysia than the airplane, you guys. No, for but... sure. But it was just like, it, that was creepy. It was. It was, it was yeah. just so weird. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did not even. You were no. there when that happened, yeah? I was. I was. I was, in, I was at home. And my dad's an air traffic controller. So oh, okay. I remember waking up that morning and I got like all these alerts from like, because I followed the local news yeah. outlets and stuff, right? So like on the apps, like all these alerts started coming in. Like I think it was 370, right? MH370, that's the name of the plane. I went missing. I yeah. Remember. It's like, oh, this plane goes missing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God, like, what happened? And like, I wake up and I'm like, my dad's not there. And I'm like, Where's that? Where's that? And it's like, oh, okay. He's, yeah. he's like doing his, because my dad travels a lot because of his work. Okay. So I started panicking quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, no, dad's gone to like the tower to like figure things out and like stuff. It was, it was such a weird, scary. Because they, they never found it. They never found it. And my dad's colleague's wife was on the plane. Oh. Because the, the my dad's colleague was transferred from KL to, I think, Hong Kong or something to be the, at, at their air traffic center over there. And so she was going to visit him and she was on the plane. She was actually, I think, supposed to visit him like the week before, but then her flight got cancelled. Oh. So she was on that unfortunate flight. 
And so like all of that, like, so my dad knew people who were on the plane and it was this. Oh, it's, yo, no, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But how was it like when you were there, like exactly the place that people were looking at for the news? Because I remember that it was all over the news. It was like 2014, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was all over. I, I wasn't working um, in a news outlet yet at that point. I, I think I was just finishing up my degree. But it was weird being in Malaysia at that time. Yeah, people were just there was just this air of what's that word? Fear, I think. People yeah. were scared. There were so many press conferences, people were just gathering and trying to figure things out. It was there's there's just this crazy air of uncertainty and fear. Mm-hmm. There was this looming and like I think for months and weeks people just couldn't go past that. So yeah. It was a very weird place to be in at that point. No, yeah. I didn't know anyone, but like my dad knew people and like the kids were affected and I think the kids went on to become like activists and human rights lawyers and stuff like that. Oh. It was this year, but yeah, yeah no, it was a very sad, scary, um, fearful place, I think, to be in at that point. And then soon after that, another plane went off. I think was it MH something else? The one that got, I think, Ukrainian soldiers or was it Russian soldiers? Oh, right. Accidentally, I think, you know, there yeah. was like infighting going on between them and then the Malaysian plane got hit, so... Yeah, I remember that something again. like that. I was just like a few years apart, so not a too much for yeah. Malaysians. Not a good time. <laughs> no, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, but let's talk about positive stuff. <laughs> what it's like to be Malaysian. Um, what about like some culture and typical food? Oh, culture. I don't know. What do you want to know about the Malaysian culture? I don't know. Do you have like festivities? Mm-hmm. Like so many specific- and okay. we have like public holidays for everything so i, love, I it. love that i love Brazil it. has that as well <laughs> so we good. have public holidays for everything you win a world cup we get a public holiday <laughs> you win a badminton we get a public holiday i love it <laughs> so many things but we have a lot of like festive festivals and like uh, stuff that we celebrate where it's like but i love it because like malaysia is so we you have people from so many different backgrounds and cultures yeah. and religions and the political scene is not great and there's always like politicians are always always trying to incite um what do you say how do you say like racism and like like they're always trying to pit people against each other like from race a and race b and stuff like that but people on the ground like just general malaysians are just so fun and nice and like i love it because like especially during festivals it's like it's not I don't celebrate Chinese New Year, but because I have Chinese friends, yeah, we all just get together and like you go to each other's homes and you eat each other like food from each other's cultures and stuff like that. So we have Chinese New Year, we have um the Muslim celebration of Eid, and then we have the Indian celebration of Diwali, and so many other things in between, like people from East Malaysia, Sabah and Sarawak, where like Borneo and stuff. Yeah, they have like their celebration, so it's nice. I like I love it. It's harmonious as best as it can be without political influence. <laughs> yeah because like in brazil usually like the holidays that we have and festivities well holidays i'm gonna say they're very based on catholic religion right so and like and then the festivities they just have uh, other influences as well so so is it largely catholic based like do you yeah usually okay like we celebrate like the saints and stuff and it's just like holiday and stuff and all so yeah what are some typical foods Ooh, we have have you heard like i think it's almost like our national dish at this point have you heard of nasi lemak that like no. malaysian restaurants here that like oh it's where, so good. where are malaysian restaurants here oh, i've I, never seen it I, I think i've never seen any like typical 
um restaurants of like any nationality at this point because everyone's just like oh there's one there there and i'm just like what where, where? <laughs> i think like the malaysian one um it's called nanyang where is it i'm really bad with directions so i don't really know where i think i think they're quite close to edinburgh uni okay i think they're in oh the city center think, kind of yeah yeah okay so I think there are like two or three Malaysian restaurants here. But like, yeah, some of our typical food is Naslima and it's so good. It's like rice cooked in like coconut milk. So it's like very fattening. Like our food is like very, very fattening, but it's so good. Nice. It's like you have rice cooked in like coconut milk and then like you have, how do I, how do I, like it comes with like sambal and like, so sambal is like, it's chili, it's hot. It's like oh, chili nice. paste and you like kind of cook it until like the oil separates. And like you eat your rice with it and like you have anchovies with it and like chicken and like oh, whatever. Like I'll, I'll show you how it looks like and it's amazing. It's so oh, good. I want to try that. It's so good. Do you like spicy food? Yeah, like not super spicy, but I can take it. Can, yeah. Yeah. Thank you a little bit. Okay, uh, cool. Coconut milk, you're okay, right? I'm yeah. Your celiac, but yeah. It's fine. It's yeah. Fine. As long as it doesn't have gluten, I 100% yeah, yeah. <laughs> want to try Let's go. Should we should. Relation restaurant, please. Great. I want to try it now. So that's that that's like we have so many like different varieties of noodles and like if you love i love noodle i think it's just my asian blood i love rice i love noodles and like we have so many different varieties of noodles so like if you ever want to try like different types of chinese noodles yeah malaysian restaurants try that out it's so good oh nice what else do we have i don't know you should like i think people should totally visit malaysia to if if you love food and food from different cuisines visit malaysia Go to mm-hmm. places like Penang, go to places like East Malaysia, go to KL has like Kuala Lumpur is our our capital. Kuala Lumpur KL for short. Go to KL. So many different types of foods and like Malaysian food is cooked in like very different because you have so Malaysia consists of like the majority which are Malay Muslim people and then you have Chinese people and you have the Indians. Those who are Chinese, those who are Indians, it's not like you don't have like just one typical Chinese dish or Indian mm-hmm. dish. You have because you the communities are so big. So like Chinese people, you have those who are Cantonese, those who are Hokkien and so on and so forth. So like they have like different types of food from their communities. And it's the same thing with Indian people. You have like Tamilians and so on and all the different diff- ethnicities within the Indian group, different subgroups, I would say. So you have like all the different types of food that they cook and like it's all there in Malaysia it's like just like this amazing melting pot of like cuisine and I love it I love it that's very interesting because like Malaysia is like a small country but it's very diverse it's so diverse it's so multicultural um that's cool and you find like so many different types of food there from all the different cultures Mm -hmm. that live there so and what about languages it's the same thing like we we speak English and our national language which is Bahasa Malaysia and if people don't know, Bahasa Malaysia is quite similar to Bahasa Indonesia, if you've heard Bahasa Indonesia. So those are like the two main languages we speak, and it's taught like right from school. But we all have our own mother tongues that we speak in. So it's it's literally, it's like how the food is. Like you have like different Chinese subgroups, different okay. Indian subgroups. So all those groups speak like their own languages. So on average, Malaysians speak at least three languages. Nice. At least. And then like, you know, you pick up other things along the way. Yeah. So. And how was COVID? In Malaysia. How was COVID in Malaysia? Yeah. Because there's like, because I don't know if you have this feeling, but like when in the news, we heard about very specific countries, how they were. Yeah. And then it's just like, okay, but what about the rest of the world? Mm. It's not even like, how was it then in Malaysia? Malaysia was, I think we did really well in the first maybe six, no, sorry, maybe the first eight months. Okay, no, my maths is not, I'm not adding up. We did well when it broke out in March, right? Yeah. So between March to, I think, sometime August, we were doing really well. 
cases. I think at one point we reached zero cases. Oh, between very that, early. Very early between that time period because like uh, the government did well and like everyone masked up and like stuff like that. We were doing really well. And then some that I think middle of August or late August or maybe even early September, again, politicians, because of their own um, greed and whatever you call it, they were like, let's call for elections. And we're like, in the middle of COVID? And they're like, yes, we'll do elections. People from East Malaysia can come here to vote and you from here, like, depending where your hometown is, you can go back and stuff. And they were like, no restrictions. You didn't have to, like, quarantine. You didn't have to do tests. You didn't... They, they lifted so many rules. And we're like, but we're still... Like, I know we're doing well case-wise. Like, we almost reached... We reached zero at one point and stuff like that. But, like, is this not, like, still very early in the COVID game? Like, why are you removing all these restrictions? But they did that, and that's when things went to absolute shit. So, like, because people could travel between the states without all the restrictions. They didn't have to do tests. So, like, things just spiked. It went from, like, single-digit cases in a day mm -hmm. to, like, double digits. And then it just... I think at one point, it was just, like, 20,000, 30,000. Like, what? What the hell is going on? It just... It became so bad. It went from zero to 100 really quickly. So, they didn't handle it. The government didn't handle it well. We had all, a few... We had one election or two elections, I think, in between, and that really messed things up. It went really bad, but thankfully, twenty twenty one was not so bad. Somewhere in the middle of the year, I think things started improving again. So, um, yeah, it's 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 just how Malaysia is. It's like we do well, and then somewhere in the middle, someone decides to screw up, and things just take a complete downhill. <laughs> and then it's like we do well again. It's just so typical of Malaysia. I can't even <laughs> at this point. Yeah, you can just like call for elections. You don't have oh, yes. like specific timings. We have specific timings, but it's like the politicians we have now who are in power now. They're just like, oh, it's fine. It's we rule the country, so we'll call it whenever we want to call it. And we're like, but it's not time yet, you guys. <laughs> like, what? Are you stupid? Yeah, fun times. Yeah, <laughs> we just had elections. Like, was it last Saturday? We had elections, and then there was a hung parliament for the first time in our country's history because. There was a clear winner, but they couldn't reach the simple majority of 112 seats in parliament. And so until now, elections happen on Saturday. We are like Wednesday today, right? We are yeah. recording this. We still don't have a government. Interesting. We don't have a government, you guys. So. Okay. <laughs> um, how How is safety in Malaysia? Like, are you okay to walk on the streets and like generally? No. For a girl, I would say. Like, just speaking of my experience. Well, generally and as a woman as well. Because I know that Indonesia is not okay. Yeah, I think Malaysia is kind of the same. Like, as a woman, and also generally, I mean, people get mugged all the time. So, I think it depends where in where you walk. Like, if it's well lit and it's crowded, then it's fine. But even then, in the city or outside of the city, it's not. Like, I wouldn't recommend people walk. Like, don't go on your own. Mm -hmm. once it's dark especially you you get mugged during the day as well so it's not like you're really you're not really escaping anything but like try not to be alone if you're there yeah yeah especially if you're a foreigner for sure yeah and what people should know beforehand when traveling to malaysia like some tips maybe like some costumes that they should follow or well like the tip like walk with someone yeah I I there, I mean like safety would be like the first thing I would say like yeah try not to be alone try not to walk in like dark alleys or lonely alleys or like streets on your own like I would highly highly like not do that 
Uh, but otherwise, nothing really. I would just say, like, respect the culture when you go there. Because there have been so much news in the last maybe one, two years of, like, um, no, wait, COVID's happened. But, like, once COVID, like, and people could come to the country, and even before that, so many cases of, like, foreign travelers coming over to Malaysia and, like, doing things that you can maybe typically do in, like, a more Western, in the Western world. But, like, Malaysia is quite... I think Islam is our yeah Islam is our main religion. So like try and respect cultures when you go. Like there are a lot of people who come and like they would take pictures strip naked. Like they would strip themselves naked and like what take pictures and like you know like wherever they go like in all these touristy places and like they get you know obviously they get into trouble for it. And they're like oh no but it's like freedom of water. I'm like yeah but then like you know like different countries have different cultures. So I think you should like just bear that in mind when you go because I. The police back home don't give a shit about freedom. So yeah. Malaysia is so backwards with that. So like, um, you can argue your case all you want, but like the police is not there. They don't care. So I think that the main thing is just safety and also just, just know like the country you're going to and, and read up about the culture a little bit, what you can and can't do in the country. And like things like stripping naked and taking photos naked, that's not going to know. So yeah. Um, so like when I was recording this episode about Indonesia with Namira like a few weeks ago, she told me that many people from Indonesia go to Malaysia for the shopping districts. Oh yeah. Oh Malaysia has huge malls, you guys. Like the malls I see here. No, just... these are not, not like, like Brazil, we have big ones, but Oh yeah, Malaysia yeah. is huge and we have so many malls. Like like you know how there are so many lovely parks in Edinburgh? Replace all of that with malls. If that's Malaysia, <laughs> like we have too many malls, too many choices. Like so, go to like the city centers. Go to like the capital Kuala Lumpur. You would be like literally just anywhere you walk and you go, you'll see malls. It's amazing. So if you love shopping, Malaysia is an amazing place to go to. Um, especially if you're like yeah, you're like tourists, you're travelers, you're coming. Like your currency would be stronger against ours, so it would be cheaper for you guys. So it's it's a uh, yeah. Kuala Lumpur which is our capital great place to go and shop at Penang's a great place to go and eat food and shop at um yeah mainly Kuala Lumpur that's where like everything happens there's like another state called Selangor which is where I'm from and there's a city in Selangor called Petaling Jaya really good places to shop at there as well but KL's like your main go-to place so go there. The stores that you have in the shopping districts, people go there because they're like, oh, international brands. Yeah. Or they're like local stores. Or they're mostly international brands. Oh, okay. It's mostly, yeah. We, we have like, you know, you'll find small like local Malaysian stores and like stuff like that. But you would really need to know where to find them. Mm-hmm. It's more like, the it's, it's more of a mall culture back home. Like even local people don't really, it's very... Uh, Okay, so let's move on to curiosities about Malaysia. Just tell Ask us. <laughs> I don't know. What is, what? I don't know. What do I say? Curiosities about Malaysia? What kind of curiosities? Do you have any curiosities about Malaysia? You should have some curiosity about Malaysia. <laughs> I'm not curious about my country. I've lived there for too many years. <laughs> oh, I'm bad into you. Because there are like some some laws, very funny oh, ones. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was just reading up on some of them. Because um. the nudity <laughs> is one. Because like you said that tourists, I God knows why, they like to strip naked yeah. and take pictures. And then nudity is like not allowed. It's not allowed, yeah. 
yeah I, I remember there was this one like a couple of years back like I think there were two female tourists okay I don't know which country they were from and they so they traveled to East Malaysia so they traveled to the state of Sabah and Sabah is beautiful it's gorgeous like the scenery is amazing and people go there because Mount Kinabalu is there and so they were they their plan was to hike up Mount Kinabalu and they went and I think they reached like I like there are a few peaks, right? So I think they probably reached like maybe the first or second level or something. And they're like, okay, let's take pictures and whatever. And they like stripped, I think just the bottom half, like naked. And locals saw and they reprimanded them and they were like, What are you doing? Like this is so disrespectful to our culture and like to the mountains. And like like the people who live there are like, how do you call them? Like mountain people? Is that the right way to mm-hmm. they're like, yeah. So they it was obviously like very offensive and stuff. And so they reprimanded the two travelers. And the next day, there was, like, an earthquake in the mountain. And, like, certain certain parts, like, not the entire thing, like but, like, at a certain peak, like, there's, like, this small earthquake that happened. And people were, like, you see, it's because of you guys. Like, you're disrespectful. So, like, the locals, I really believe things like that. It's, like, this whole nudity thing. Mm-hmm. But I only know that that happened there in Sabah. But, um, yeah, like, you basically don't strip naked. Like, just don't be naked. It's just, Why like, would so you do big. that? Yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's so, so that. <laughs> Um, I mean, there's so many things you can yeah. do when you travel to another country. Yeah, it's quite I feel like do like people travel to other countries, but they are still considering the law of their own countries. Yeah, even though like some things they do, they wouldn't do in their own country as well. Yeah. Like, would you just like strip naked like in the middle of the street and take a picture? Like, why? I don't quite see the appeal to that though. Yeah, I mean, either. I mean, I like my body, but like, I just... why should why? <laughs> literally i can't (laughs) i can even like process information of just like how would you even think of that yeah (laughs) it's like i'm too warm time to like (laughs) malaysia is warm so yeah almost still yeah Yeah. (laughs) and Um, yeah the other thing is we have you would be it's it's a crime to attempt suicide Mm, so that is like a pretty so you just want like to kill yourself already mm-hmm. and like if and you then... fail at it like, yeah you would be put behind bars literally it's it's so, so you very... basically fail twice yeah interesting it's, it's a lot that doesn't make sense and for so many years activists and lawyers and uh, statesmen they've tried to like reverse the law so like honestly i feel so bad for them they've put in so much work uh, to do it but it's just it's just never materialized and the government is like no it's not gonna work like i think there are a lot of because yeah i mean there there are religious influences also when it comes into like making our laws and stuff like that so when you have people from like certain majority groups governing the country it's like no it's a sin to kill yourself so why would you kill yourself Mm -hmm. and so like that gets incorporated into the law oh right but they don't see i don't know like the logic behind it i think the the sort of like the human side behind it or there's no like empathy it's like the person's already tried to kill himself or herself and then they failed at it and now they're behind bars suffering like i'm like yeah where's the logic like should they not receive some form of help like should there not be a reform like clearly this person's going through something like help them why would you penalize them even further and put them behind bars i'm like and then just ignore them because you don't get any help you're just put in jail and like that's Mm -hmm. it yeah doesn't make sense what what can people expect when going to malaysia like mountains and like beaches and Mm -hmm. well like landscapes we're talking about 
mountains, beaches. We have a lot, a lot of them. Um, city center as well. So like we have like the concrete jungle part of it, but we also have like parts that are just like beautiful. Like that's just like mountains and loads of mountains. Well, not lo loads of mountains, but like yeah, mountains, beaches. Basically, just that actually. Okay. Paddy fields. Yeah, good long drives of like paddy fields and like um. I keep thinking this is palm trees. Oh, palm trees. Palm very trees. tropical. Very tropical. Like rows and rows of like um going back to my my grandparents' hometown, you'd see like kilometers. How do you say it here? Miles? Miles of like I don't know. We palm do kilometers as well. You know, I, kilometers I don't understand miles. I don't either. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm so used to mm. kilometers. But yeah. Palm trees, paddy fields, beaches, mountains. I think those are like our main Besides the concrete, concrete jungle part of it. But yeah. Love it. It's lovely. Okay, so I have like notes for this episode and I don't know why I have PDA. Is there something that we talked about when I drafted this outline that <laughs> we need to talk about <laughs> PDA? Okay, so like how's PDA? Is it accepted in Malaysia or not? <laughs> I think it's... Um, how do I see? I think it's like quite moderate. It's not as open as it is in the Western world, mm -hmm. but it's not completely shied away from as well. So like, you know, yeah, when we do hang out with friends who are couples and stuff like that, I mean, yeah, they do hold hands and they would like, you know, snuggle or like cozy up to each other or whatever, but like you don't, oh yeah, the one one difference is that you people don't kiss each other openly in public. Not, not in my it. experience as well, yeah. Okay, so maybe you told me that and then I put PDA there. Probably. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm looking now, I'm just like, what is the angle even? What? Like, what is the approach here? <laughs> what is your news bag here, Anna? <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> you cannot kiss anyone in public. It's not, it's not like a cannot kind of a thing. It's not like a law or anything. But like, I think it's just culture, you know, like we, we're just not used to it. And like when you do see people kissing, you're like, oh, like what's going on over there? <laughs> um, so it's not like they, you can't do it. It's just not much of a part of our culture that we practice. People still do it. It's just that you don't see it as often as you would like in the Western world, like or over here, or I don't know how is it in, in Brazil. Like Yeah, it's quite open. It's open, yeah. yeah. So we don't. I think like the most that I've seen is people hold hands and like sort of like just cozy up to each other. Mm -hmm. I see the occasional kiss, but it's very like, it's rare. It's not so open. So, all right. Yeah. And what is something you would like people to know about the country? It's not just the planes, you guys. There's <laughs> <laughs> so much more. And like Malaysia, like you've been to Thailand, you've been to Singapore. Malaysia's right there. Malaysia's right there. Like, okay. What do I want people to know? Like, it's a lovely place. Like, people in Malaysia are just generally very, very friendly. I think if you visit the country, like, you wouldn't have a hard time going about. Like, I mean, language-wise, it's fine. Like, people do speak English, so it's still okay. But even otherwise, like, people are just, like, con like always are just trying to help you. And like, oh, like, you're lost. Okay, yeah, sure, you can go this way and you can go that way. Like, people are just really friendly and lovely. And food is amazing. Food is amazing, so... Even if for nothing else, go for the food. Even if you don't want to go to the beaches or the mountains or like see any other scenery, just go for the food and experience the gastronomic culture. Mm. It's amazing. I can't stress enough like how good food back home is. And I'm not saying this because obviously like I'm from Malaysia, but like 
I'm 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 not a foodie. I wouldn't consider myself a foodie. I'm just I'm a very poor eater. <laughs> but like food from back home, it's like all those flavors and like <laughs> because so many different cultures, right? So it's it's nice. So that would be like your favorite thing, yeah. Of when we were living there, I think people and food. Okay, people Fair. and food. You know, like don't get swayed by like the politics you see online. Like when you do see Malaysia pop up in the world news, just know that that's because like we have really shitty politicians. <laughs> it's not a reflection of the people of Malaysia. So, yeah. Okay, so finally, every week we give a recommendation of a book, a movie, or a TV show. What recommendation do you have for our listeners this week, and why? Oh, I have to come up with a why? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, you can just explain Jokes. why you like it. <laughs> Did not do enough research. <laughs> well, I actually wrote down like a couple of like TV shows that I've watched and I really liked. So have you heard of Only Murders in the Building? So you love, like, it. love it. Oh, I'm so excited for the next season. Mm-hmm. Do you know when it's coming up? No. They're, they, I think they are, they either just started filming or they're about to something like this or they're like in the beginning of 2023 because they're still like casting some new people so i love the show though me like, too i love the vibe between selena gomez and like the two older oh, gentlemen yes. love it and the dad jokes i <laughs> so that's only murders and i love Shit's creek i know you've not seen this one right? no it's such a good show it's on netflix go watch it it's like it's one of those shows where if you don't want to if you just want to chill, you don't want to think too much. You don't want to like, yeah, it's it's something you can just ease out like your day on and like just. We've been needing those ones. Hilarious, sorry. We've been needing those ones mm-hmm. since the past yeah. months. <laughs> and it's so, it's funny. It's inclusive. It's, it's, the jokes are just very like on point. Um, really good writing. I love it. Cool. And then there's this other show, which is not very new, but it's on Netflix as well. It's only one season. It's called Crashing. It's Never Phoebe, heard of it. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, if I'm not wrong. That's how you pronounce her name. She was from Fleabag. She did Fleabag. I love Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She's amazing. I, I think she's so... Like, I love how her mind works. Like, And I find it so creative. I love the things that she's done and the things she's written. So this is her show as well. It's called Crashing. It's also another lighthearted comedy. Actually, the stuff that I have on my list here, like, I think I'm a very lighthearted comedy go-to kind of person. <laughs> so the other two... Is another so crashing is a local like British show. Ghosts is also British, and then another recommendation I have is The Outlaws, which is also British. <laughs> Clearly, I love British comedy yeah. and humor, but they're all like really well written, really good. It's not just like sitcom, haha, kind of funny. It's easy going and nice to watch, but it also has like a really good plot, and the writing is clever. Like I really enjoyed The Outlaws. It's Stephen Merchant. No, Have you heard of it? Okay. Um, but yeah. These American okay. Cool. If anyone needs like a nice, easy kind of like break and something to just chill out on, definitely check these shows out. Cool. Well, thanks for coming to the podcast. Oh, thanks for having <laughs> me. It was really, yeah, it was really fun. I hope that you enjoyed it. I did. Thank you for having me. It's like my first time ever on a podcast. So like thanks. Let's not make that last. <laughs> I'm joking. That's <laughs> the cheesiest part. <laughs> So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And I really hope that you liked Sandia as well because I definitely want her back on the podcast. We are planning on this. And yeah, let's just say coming up. But that's it for today's episode. And I hope to see you back here next week. Bye, everyone.